0: He's a stubborn New Hampshire masshole, giving hard-hitting opinions on Boston sports that nobody else has the courage to do. He has philosophical thoughts that will keep you up at night, and he hates generic business jargon. Wake up in the morning with your mother's favorite podcaster, Roddy B.
1: Why do we come back to you like I don't mind?
0: That song, Woo-hoo. Monsters, by, by All Time Low, has been stuck in my head for the past two days. <laughs> and I don't mind. <laughs> That's a great song. Man, you put me Man, onto that. The, oh, my God. It's oh so good. Hold on. Let me turn it back up here.
1: In our face, tell me that you love me, even if it's okay, fake. Stop being yeah, off.
0: These questions in my sheets, I'm wondering. I made my bed and I'm still wondering.
1: I'm wondering why do all the monsters come out at night? Why do we sleep where we want to hide? Why do I run back to you like I don't mind if you fuck up my own eyes? Why am I a sucker for
0: all your lies? Strong out like laundry. On All right. All right. <clears throat> Yesterday, Yesterday I, was I was off to get a haircut. I felt my hair was getting a little too long. I hate my hair anyways, but I do like getting a haircut. I like my barber. I've been there probably eight years. That's not the point, point of the story. So I got to drive 30 minutes to go to my barber, and I got to drive on the highway for some time and go past South Lake. I got to go past Harkin's. So I'm driving along, I'm listening to probably old ticket audio, just having fun, enjoying myself, and there are four lanes on the highway that I'm driving on. I am in lane three, from left to right. There is a white car, a small sedan, in lane one, and an 18-wheeler in lane two, and there are two cars ahead of me. Lane one white car changes lanes into lane two. Doesn't see the 18-wheeler. I don't know how you see an 18-wheeler or how you don't see one. Fishtails out. And recovers without being touched.
1: What in the Vin Diesel, bro? I
0: felt, like I, I felt like I was in a movie. I was like... That's crazy. I was just kind of minding my own business, and I see this white car spinning in front of me. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> wow. And you know what? That's the first uh, car accident I've ever seen.
1: Wow. You've it's, never it's been in one?
0: Surreal. Uh, No. No, I have not. Interesting. I am a safe driver, knock I on wood. But... It was crazy that the white car, after being untouched, kind of sped up and got way ahead of me. Um, so I was very curious, and I sped up to white car. I wanted to see who it was, and I wanted to see if they were driving, you know, white knuckled and they're just really nervous, kind of shock <laughs> on their face. And I get over to them eventually. I don't know why they're going so fast. It's this little innocent Asian lady.
1: Oh, man. I,
0: I felt so bad for her. I wanted to roll down my window and be like, Are you okay? <laughs> as, <laughs> as I as I fishtail into her.
1: <laughs> yeah, she already has PTSD. Don't activate that anymore.
0: Oh, man. I felt so bad, but you know what? She could have left us that day. And she did.
1: <sighs> R.I.P. Almost.
0: All right. Today, we're going to talk about binging TV shows.
1: Oh, Been looking forward
0: to this one for a long time, as I say about all of my podcasts. Uh, But first, let's get into a little bit of sports. Let's catch ourselves up a little bit. Uh, The Red Sox just swept the New York Yankees and then swept the Kansas City Royals right after that. They have won seven games in a row. Seven! Let's go! Dude, let's go. Socks, they got a squad this year, man. What? They're like they're like 50 and 31.
1: Oh, it's feeling good. You know when you get that feeling about your team you and, do, and yep. you just kind of know that it might be the year. We're lucky cuz we get that quite often. Yeah, but
0: I that in this year,
1: yeah. dude. Verdugo, Dalbeck, Arroyo. The these up. are no oh. names. These are no names and they're just performing like crazy. Yeah. It's that's awesome, and then our stars are playing well. So
0: pitchers are doing great. Ivaldi, um, that's our guy. We love him.
1: Love um, me some Ivaldi.
0: Uh, Garrett Richards, he's solid. Um, and you know what? With all of this happening, it wanted me to do a revisit with you. Uh, some time down the line, I'm thinking in October when playoffs start. I want to revisit four days in October it is the best 30 for 30 sports documentary of all time it is uh the 2004 3-0 comeback in the alcs Red Sox over the Yankees there is so much good audio in that documentary I cannot wait to review it and it gives me chills every time i every time I watch it um, like the the audio I don't know if you remember just like the whole the storyboard of Dave Roberts stealing second base and Kevin Millar saying when they're down 3-0 don't let us win tonight
1: yeah don't let us win tonight starts, starts talking about Pedro yeah he starts and Kurt Schilling yeah.
0: oh i got He's you like, like don't right let us get back to Pedro
1: <laughs> I do too bro He's like don't <laughs> let us get back to Pedro yeah oh man
0: great audio i can't wait to revisit that um,
1: that will be fun. I like this idea.
0: Yes. That would be a great time. Uh, over to basketball. Last night, the Phoenix Suns uh, finished off the Clippers. Uh, couldn't tell you the score. I don't really care. But Chris Paul showed out big time. And let me tell you, Chris Paul, for all these years, has got a dump truck of an ass. I'm telling you, he walks really weird. Stop it! <laughs> he does. He he's like kind of like Kyle Lowry, where they're just like they got their grandma's genetics for a big booty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he's so good to be honest, but he's a killer man. And oh um, man, I noticed is players nowadays are mastering the art of getting a foul call. Uh, James Harden. It's annoying, though, but, yeah, but yes. That's what I'm getting at. James Harden kind of started it. Um, not saying he's the first player to ever do it, but James Harden, um, Chris Paul does it. Trey Young does it every time he has a ball. Uh, Paul George does it. Ka- Kawhi does it. He does. Um, players are just like, they're doing this little, this little, uh, every single time they go past this, a, a pick you know i there's got to be something done about it every single time jeff van gundy calls a game he says something about it and i 100 percent agree with him that they need to do something about the fouling it extends the game by 30 minutes by reviewing calls or just doing this whole bit and it's it's taking away from the experience and it doesn't feel like basketball
1: no it doesn't i agree it it It's like chess. It's stupid. You know, like I was watching the Suns game, not this last one, but the one before that. There were like a foul every 10 seconds of gameplay. The last five minutes of the game took an hour and they're just trying to get, you know, bad free throw shooters to the line and it doesn't work. You follow the best free throw shooter. They hit two free throws. You get the ball back. You're shooting only 50 percent most of the time. It just it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Let's get rid of it. I know that they're reviewing the whole pump fake and then jump into the defender thing, trying to get rid of that. I'm very happy about that because that, to me, is one of the worst plays in sports.
0: Yeah. Weren't you saying something about Trey Young looking like a giant Mexican baby?
1: <laughs> Do not recall this.
0: <laughs> no, that was you.
1: It was me, but I don't remember what I said.
0: Okay, well, I'll give you a chance right now to take that back because that's really rude, Connor.
1: No, no. He balls out, though. I'll tell you what. He has really become a superstar in this league in these playoffs, and I texted you about it. I knew the debates were coming, and I've seen them. People are trying to redetermine whether they like Luka Doncic or Trey Young more. It'll be a Personally, debate. Yep, it'll be a career-long debate. Just like the 2004, you got LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and you know all those players that came out of there. You always link them together. It's the same thing. It'll be Trey Young, and it will be Mr. Luka Doncic, and Marvin Bagley will be the Darko Milicic. Who, uh, who
0: do you like out of Luka and Trey?
1: I like Luka. I I Personally, do. he's tough to watch. But if I'm building a franchise, I'm choosing Luka.
0: I agree. He be, um, mainly because... Of his height he 's got that length, you know, and it, i don 't know he i'm getting a really bad feeling about Luca that he 's going to become this super egotistical prima donna, and he's so young he doesn't really know that type of lifestyle being a professional basketball player. he has played pro ball for a long time, but he's going to get to the stage in his career, and he 's kind of there already where everything is going to be revolving around him, and he knows it mm. Mm-hmm. So, and that power is going to get to his head because he knows how good he is and what kind of power he holds. Hopefully, it can be beneficial in that maybe they can get some free agents. But, anyways, let's go to the phones. Let's hear from you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're on.
0: Boring. All right.
1: We hate phone calls on this pod.
0: We do. Okay. So. Let's go on to some binge talk. Binge. Now, what is, what is the definition of, of binging? What is um, it? Well, that's what I'm about to tell you.
1: Oh, perfect. I was wondering.
0: It's watching two or more, sometimes much, much more, episodes of a single series in quick succession. An acceptable and fast-growing practice. Now, there are some statistics... <laughs> Some statistics it's that... a hard word. Yeah. Yeah. Americans watch about 2.8 hours of TV per day. And to be honest, I think I fit that average. I'm about, I'm about two and a half, three hours a day. Or nearly 20 hours each week. Most of which is spent binge watching. 38% of them were binge watching weekly for an average of 4.2 hours per session. By the way, this article is by... Uh, Jenny Coppola on Wistia.com, the science behind We Binge Watch. Got to cite your sources. Uh, So, Connor, do you consider yourself a binge watcher?
1: Yes. I go through phases, though. I will not watch television for the entire football season. And then after that, I'll catch up on things.
0: Okay. <laughs> what are you watching right now? Watching right, now?
1: Uh, right now, I am watching a recommendation from Riley, our yeah. beloved Roddy on the Potty. I don't know. Wally B, you know, yeah. Roddy on the Potty, Riley, Rye Guy, you name it. He told me to watch on HBO Max, The Wire. How are you? Ryan? You know, it is, it's a slow build. Um, I'm about 10 episodes in. Um, I've been watching it for about a week. So that shows you about how much I watch TV. Um, but it's, it's starting to get good. It's the plot lines are starting to thicken. You're starting to understand who everybody is, what they want to do, where they're at. They're stuck. Maybe. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's a good story. Okay, and that's what I enjoy.
0: Ah! <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I am watching The Wire, too, but I'm on season five, as I did recommend it to you. It is a masterpiece of a show. It is so authentic. It is so raw. It does not feel scripted. The settings are brilliant. It's, it, the setting is uh, Baltimore, mainly West Baltimore, mixed in with a little bit of East Baltimore. It's basically the streets versus cops, and the cops are trying to catch drug dealers. It's basically all it is. And then there's the whole aspect of the game, and you got you know, legal action being taken. There's politics that eventually gets into it. There's a bunch of different uh, cases that they follow. It's a fantastic show. My, our dad, <laughs> my dad, our dad uh, recommended it to me, and I just carried it down the ladder too. It's a brilliant show, and it goes in my top five. Let me tell you mm. what I'm watching right now.
1: Okay, what are you watching?
0: I am watching. i am watching a survivor and I'll be watching it until the end of time. I'll be watching a survivor for a very long time. I'm on season 16. I'm past halfway. Man. It. I cannot get enough of this show. It is so brilliant, so well put together. They try new things every season. No two seasons are the same. Unscripted, reality TV, survival, backstabbing, deception, uh, physical challenges, mental challenges, camping. It is right up my alley. And I'm so glad that JJ, our little brother, recommended it to me because I am taking it and I am running with it. The Literally, the font of this logo for Rodney on the Potty is Survivor font. <laughs> I love it so Inspiration. much. I wanted to start a separate podcast, but I think I'm about 21 years late on that. If I would have started one season one, I would be a millionaire. I would do a, a post-episode uh, episode. episode. <laughs> Uh, Just recapping the episode, and I could get Survivor fans to chime in and give me feedback, and we can have a great time and not take phone calls on the matter. Uh, What else am I watching? I usually like to keep two shows running at one time, and that's uh, Survivor and The Wire. But I I created a list of the shows that I have recently binged slash watched. Actually, before I get into that, I want to give you my formula of how I watch my shows. I don't consider myself a binge-watcher. Um, now, I, that doesn't mean I watch one episode per week, but I usually watch one to two episodes of Survivor during the day. I cannot do three episodes or else I will go crazy. I'll lose my mind. Um, and then as a nightcap, I throw on an episode of The Wire. It is a perfect nightcap show. Is that what you do?
1: No, that's a I like the strategy, but I I don't watch anything in the mornings so though. I don't really if the sun's up, I'm not watching anything. It has Wait, to be dark you do and Is it as a nightcap? Yeah, yeah, that's when I watch. That's is that a said. nightcap? I don't Oh, I don't watch during the day, like your strategy that you're saying. Oh, like yeah, so whatever
0: during the day and then Yeah.
1: Time. No, it's a nightcap thing, for sure.
0: Okay, cool. So yeah, I'll get into my list of the shows that I've watched recently, and I kind of follow that same formula of one to two episodes a day. Fargo. Fargo. Love Fargo. I think about it every single day. Do you have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, the Minnesota crime show, uh, based on true stories. Every season. I put you on story. Fargo. Oh, uh, you did?
1: Yeah. Hmm. You started watching it when we were at the uh, Oklahoma trip.
0: Before it, you started watching it, and I I I told you about it. for that one, anyways, uh, (laughs) Breaking Bad, nailed that one a long time ago. Love it. Watched it twice. I uh, I noticed that the second time I watched it, didn't like it as much as the first time, and it was mainly because of the uncles in the fourth season who killed that kid. Yeah, I didn't like watching that back, but. Fantastic! Show, I have a though. theory, though. Such a masterpiece. What?
1: What? This goes into the binge-watching talk, though. I feel like the first binge-worthy show was Breaking Bad. Oh, but yeah. now, mm-hmm. now there are so many binge-worthy shows, and that's how we consume media, that I think going back to Breaking Bad would ruin it for me, too. So I I won't rewatch it because that was the, the first one I watched and it was great. But I just think TV is getting better and better and better and it's hard to go back sometimes.
0: Yeah, because there's a ton of different shows out there. So on this article, it gave the top 10 first binge shows, meaning the people of Netflix's first binge watch. And Breaking Bad is number two. Do you want to guess what number one is?
1: Um I know I'm wrong but I would say The Office.
0: That's not even on the list, which is weird. I know. Because that's I saw that the same list. Lo- that's the most binge show today by far.
1: I would think so.
0: I guess it's not a Netflix thing. I think this is a Netflix graph, but number 1 is actually um, Orange is the New Black.
1: Yeah. I've never seen it.
0: Yeah. Anyways, on with my list. Invincible. The edgy superhero uh, cartoon on Prime Video. There's eight episodes, about 45 minutes long. Not really up my alley, but I did, I did end up joining it. I did like that it was edgy and that it swore and all that good stuff. Uh, Dave, The Little Dicky Story. Season one, phenomenal. And here's one of my methods with binge-watching shows. is I am very patient in that I will wait for the entire season to be put on the streaming service like they do one week one episode per week of Dave season 2 right now and I'm being patient on that and I'm waiting for it all to go down so I can I can have the power of controlling when I want to watch the episode because I'm not I'm not a wait every week type guy just I think Survivor has kicked me out of that habit is I need my entertainment now. And that's one thing it was saying in this article is that it's just a constant stream of dopamine and your, your brain just is just addicted to it. So that's honestly, I could fall under that umbrella. It's definitely just a constant stream of dopamine for me. I got to get my fix in, you know?
1: Yeah, it's addictive. It's hard to stop. And that's one of the things that they've changed is the auto replay thing. It's just, It's hard to move, (laughs) especially with, you know, cliffhangers coming up or there's a funny storyline that just popped up or or something like that. You just the hardest part I'm going on a tangent here, but the hardest part is when let's say it's like a 10 season sitcom. You're on season seven. You watch the finale. The finale is amazing. And so you want to go into season eight right away and get started, you know, and that's when it's tough. That's when it gets hard. Yeah. Because you get sucked into that finale. Oh,
0: it gets hard, doesn't it, Connor? Oh, yes, it
1: So does.
0: hard. I've watched Atlanta, the show that Childish Gambino's in. He is a great show manager of a lazy rapper, and he basically does everything for him. I loved that show. There was one episode that kind of weirded me out did you watch that yeah did you see the show the episode with the guy named teddy perkins Mm-hmm. that oh my god <laughs> that one still gives me nightmares man i i saw it for the first yeah time and i was like what am i watching is this a horror movie don't I don't think Teddy I've Perkins watched is, it since then. Go and look him up. Go look up Teddy Perkins listeners. You will be freaked out. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think he's a real person. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think he might. He
1: know. is real, I think.
0: Yeah. But this, it was, he wasn't the real one in the show. Cause I think he's dead. But that one, I just, I think about that one, that episode. It's just, and I honestly fast forwarded through the second half of it. Cause I, I couldn't take it anymore. Cause you know me, I'm a, I'm a wimp when it comes to Yeah.
1: Stuff. Yeah. I know I have- exactly why you didn't like that too.
0: Yep. Yep. I watch <laughs> this show. You know this one?
1: I do, but the name is escaping me. Uh Prison Break.
0: No, idiot.
1: Um, oh, Fargo.
0: This is Fargo, right? No, it's Picky Blinders, man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Great, put, great put, yeah, show.
0: Have you seen it?
1: Yes, I've seen it.
0: God, you're prank- painting yourself as a non-TV watcher, but you've seen all these damn shows that I keep. <laughs> listening.
1: <laughs> it's because we, <laughs> dude, we bounce shows back and forth. We watch the same TV.
0: You know what? What's wrong with that? I think that it's, it, no. it's, it opens up discussion. <laughs> um, and
1: that <laughs> is what I miss. Peaky Peaky uh, with the-, right
0: uh, the thing that really threw me off about this show, it's not my favorite show. Um, not really up my alley, to be honest. I like the crime and the mob stuff, and I like Killian Murphy. I think he's fantastic, but but every scene, there was a glass of whiskey, and there was a gun involved. That's the <laughs> era. Take it. They never. No, no, not, sorry, not a gun, a, sorry, cigarette. a cigarette. They mm. do not drink water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: Oh, thanks for the input.
1: Oh I've yeah, watched- yeah, that's uh, quality.
0: Boring. All right, I've watched Impractical Sorry, Jokers, which is yes, as my heart for the rest of the time. I've seen every episode okay. five, five plus times, and I will continue to watch it. Also, all the episodes <laughs> are on HBO Max, commercial free. <laughs>
1: what? Okay, you ready? Scenario: no. You are stuck on an island, and you have the choice of bringing a box set of Impractical Jokers. Or a box set of
0: Survivor? Oh, man. Oh, man. Which do you choose? Um, I 100% take Survivor because, one, there's women on there, and that'll get my fix. Two, I'll, I'm literally on an island, and I could get survival tips from it. And three, I haven't seen all of the episodes. So it would still be kind of fresh to me. And there's Fair. 42 seasons compared to Impractical Joker's nine and a half. True. So True. it
1: on. was also kind of my fault too, because I said on an Island. So obviously you're going to pick survivor.
0: Yeah. Why don't you put me on a, like a, like a cargo ship or something?
1: <laughs> I'll put you in prison. How about that?
0: Yeah. Then I watch prison break.
1: <laughs> yep. That's where I thought that song was from. But.
0: Yeah, even though that show is so unrealistic. Um, there's just so many things that went their way in that show. Anyways, Anyways. let's go on with my list. I'm about halfway through. <laughs> Queen's Gambit, the Child Prodigy chess show. Really cool. It was a really cool concept. It was different, and I enjoyed that. It seemed like other watchers enjoyed it as well. Whatever. The Island... Bear Grylls, who hosts it, who is the British Jeff Probst, who I also have a crush on, is basically fifteen. He sends out fifteen British men to survive off an island for thirty days. There's no money involved. There's no challenges. There's no voting off. It's simply survival. And the first, the only season I watched, the season one, it was fantastic. My one of my favorite things about these survival shows is the perspective that these everyday city people gain on life going through, living through these harsh conditions. It's I learn a life lesson every single time I watch a survival show, and I think it's educational. It really is to watch these types of shows.
1: Have you seen Alone?
0: Yes, fantastic. Ooh,
1: so good.
0: Love it. That is a crazy show. Thank you.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. For those that have not seen it, it's basically Survivor, but without the games. So you're on your own in a, you know, a a chosen territory and you have to survive as long as possible. Last person wins the prize. It's a crazy show. But
0: you're alone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, completely alone. There's nobody around you. Like, it's not Survivor where you have a camp. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we have a
1: camp and then they give you like rewards and crap like that. No, you go to an actual place and you have to survive off what's there.
0: Yeah. It's it, crazy. The thing about it is they have to last as long as they can uh, with nine other people like spread out on the island. But they don't know when those people quit. So there could be – No idea. There could be all ten of them still out there for two weeks or you could be in the final two for a full – Week, and you not know it. So you're you're literally going crazy. That is the ultimate survival show. Other than probably Naked and Afraid, which I haven't really touched because I think it's a little creepy. But yeah, no way. Yeah, I, I don't mess with that one. But yes, Alone. Good, good show. Thank you. Uh, Game you're welcome. Of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I. This one is not in my top five. And it's because of the way it ended. Now, it is an absolutely yep. brilliant show, but the the finale was rushed. Believe it or not, what the producers say, they were rushing so they could make Star Wars. Everybody knows it, and it is all their fault. And the sad thing is, is they're not going to remake it, but nevertheless, fantastic show. Everything about it was just incredible from costume design to settings to scripting to storylines to the unpredictability of it got anything
1: i i love (laughs) i love that show my my favorite part about the last season you're totally right it was rushed and it was not a good season at all. Everybody was disappointed. And at that point, most of the people had gotten you know caught up because that was one of the shows where there was kind of a cult following from the beginning, but it didn't go mainstream until maybe the second to last season. That's when everybody started watching. Yeah. So everybody was watching that last season and talking about it because it came out one episode at a time every week. And so they talk about it every week, which is a cool part that I miss about TV. But the best part about that last season is that Aaron Rodgers is in it.
0: He is. That's the best part.
1: That is so cool. He's such a nerd. It's fun to like listen to him talk about like pop culture stuff and the Jeopardy thing. Those were all super funny because he's very smart and entertaining. And, and the fact him. that he had a role in Game of Thrones and with you can't even tell it's him because he he's so covered up. Yeah. It's amazing. Like yeah, he didn't he want to steal the spotlight. He cameos. just wanted to be in it. Oh, yeah. There were a ton of cameos in that show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That is a whole different other topic that we cannot get into right now. <laughs>
1: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right. All right. Big Mouth. You ever seen that, that cartoon about puberty on Netflix? No. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to say much about it. It's not really up my alley. Um, I enjoyed about a season of it, then it got too kiddish for me, and I, just, I bailed. Uh, yeah. WandaVision. Vision. Meh. Meh. New New Girl hilarious thank you Morgan. so Put good you it is so, so good
1: that is my who's favorite your, show
0: who's your shout favorite, out to uh, bridget who's your favorite um guy
1: nick Girl. nick for sure you like nick nick awesome. is so funny the he second time i watched favorite. it winston was my favorite though i like winston
0: Yep, that's my guy, Winston. He makes me laugh out loud every single time he's on. He's so great. I can't and think
1: of any examples, Schmidt, dude.
0: They're all good. It's so funny. Good.
1: Yeah. It's so funny. Schmidt's little thing where he like mispronounces words is hilarious. Like he'll <laughs> go like toilet paper. Toilet paper. It's so funny. He just like does it on purpose. And you know, that's not a, like part of the character. That's just the actor doing his thing. And everybody else just thinks it's so funny. The I love thing it. About
0: Schmidt is when he dates Coke. What's her name? Cece? Um, Cece? He, she's basically like the alpha And he's the guy who's the who's the female in the relationship who is dealing with like decorations in the house and renovating and he's planning planning the wedding. Spoiler alert. It's such a great juxtaposition. It's so great. Uh, That was a big word. The Office, uh, (laughs) Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have a story about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So good. Yeah, it's a really funny show, and I do want to revisit that one. Uh, Boyle is my guy. He's so funny. Uh, So when I worked at Schwab, I would take phone calls, right?
1: When you worked at a financial institution, yes.
0: uh, Yeah. (laughs) Now, when I was taking a call, one day I stumbled across a client. And hold on. I'm finding his name. Okay. Okay. And the the name pops up, and I say, I do a double take. Hmm. This sounds really familiar. And then I start talking to the guy. He's got that deep voice, sounds African-American, sounds a little older. I was talking to Captain Raymond Holt on the phone, and... I had to go on hold because uh, his request that he was asking for, I didn't really know what to do. So I said, "Captain Holt, Captain Holt, I'm going to put you on a quick hold, and I'll be right back for you." And I got him to giggle. <laughs> he laughed, <laughs> and I, I told him, "I told him when I left, I said I'm a huge fan of your show. You're my you're my favorite on the on the show." And I ju- I just said Boyle's my favorite, but he is really funny too. He is one of my favorites, um, and he he gave me some insight on. When they're filming, they were, like, filming at the moment. And then he told me when it was going to stream and where it was going to stream. It was a really cool conversation. I really enjoyed it. My favorite call when I worked there. I won't give his name out just for, like, his protective services, protective whatever. But
1: It's very hard to look on IMDb and figure it out, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super difficult, so don't even yeah. try.
0: Yeah, so the 25 of you that listen... You know, pump the brakes. <laughs> okay, so I'm, this binge talk has really turned into what TV shows have we watched, and that's exactly how I wanted this to go. Um, I will say before I give you my top five that I prefer TV shows over movies. I think that they tell more of a story, and I think it's easier to kind of relive it, and there's more details. It's just the whole thing. What, what do you What do you prefer? Are you a TV show guy? Are you a movie guy? And I think I'm in the minority. I think most people like movies. Um,
1: that's a super hard question. I think it it depends on what genre it is. So if it's a comedy, hey TV series, all the way. You know, there's no point in going to an hour and a half movie to watch a comedy. You know, at the movie theater, you'd rather just watch that at home one night when you have nothing else to do. But a TV show comedy, you're going to get sucked into that. But personally, and I, I'm just noticing because the biggest thing right now is Marvel. So Marvel's got these TV series that are coming out, and I have not been impressed with any of them. Really? Like, they're good. They're good. They have a story. You know, they're fun to follow. But the movies for Marvel are so good at storytelling and developing characters within an allotted time limit. And it just – it feels extended when it's on a TV show. Mm. You know. So there's different genres where I would pick movies and different genres where I'd pick TV. But personally, I prefer TV.
0: Okay. And in a movie, you get you know two hours of airtime. In a sitcom, like you were saying, you get 20-minute episodes – uh, like twenty five episodes a season, that's yeah, that's fair. What, Five hundred minutes, yeah. That's uh, how many hours is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, say ten like, hours roughly.
0: Yeah, about yeah. ten. Yeah, ten hours of uh, quality TV that you could just burn time with, and that that's a that's a benefit of watching a movie is it's not going to take as much t- much of your time overall rather than you know binge watching ten episodes in a row and then doing it the next day and. That whole deal. So there are pros and cons to each side, and there are not many movies that are going to get better than The Dark Knight. So I've pretty much— I was just
1: thinking about The Dark Knight. I've
0: reached my capacity (laughs) on movie watching.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair.
0: Okay, so my top five. At number five, a little bit of recency bias here, but I think it's going to hold up. The Wire. Mm. Haven't finished it yet. Don't need to. It's awesome. Season four— Season four. Um, What
1: about Game of Thrones, though? Number four. You, said have, you said haven't finished it though But it doesn't matter It's great What if the last season of The Wire Is worse than Game of Thrones
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> Does it come off the list
0: I think I'll still put the wire over it But I honestly do want to watch Game of Thrones again I need to pay attention more to the plot And I need to do the subtitles But number four Breaking Bad Number three. Fargo. Like I said, I listen to I think about it every single day. It's definitely going to be a revisit at some point. I want it to kind of digest a little bit more. Um, I want to talk about Fargo, but there are just so many names, and, like, every season is a different story. It's kind of hard to get caught up in the details. And that's actually one thing that they were talking about in that article is the more you binge the less details you remember in the shows. And I totally agree with that. If you let an episode digest for a week, like I was watching The Mandalorian live, I, re- I remember that season very, very clearly because I watched it every week. So that's a benefit of it, of it doing it every week. So I, I will definitely want to revisit some of these shows to get more of a... to understand the details a little bit more.
1: I think the I best, best the measurement of that... I do too I'm over here dancing to it
0: (laughs) yeah you're really ugly
1: (laughs) (laughs) the best way to tell like how much you're remembering is when they do like those quick recaps and you're like oh I forgot about that I forgot about that yeah it's because you're watching too much freaking TV I saw the recaps I do too but sometimes you gotta watch them
0: you really should though because it all of the clips that they pull are going to be relevant to the next episode Number two, *Impractical Jokers*. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Love it. Can't get enough of that show. We did an awesome podcast, Colton and I, on it. Go and go and listen to it if you haven't. It's the longest one. It's over an hour, but it's it's a great listen. We had a lot of fun. Um, at number one. One. Do you want to take a guess?
1: *Breaking Bad*.
0: I already said *Breaking Bad*.
1: Did you? What for three?
0: What's number one, Connor?
1: <laughs> um, Survivor. And then you just see the faces of them coming across the screen.
0: That's the best part of the theme song. Enough of that! that. Alright, my honorable mentions, I got three of them. I've already mentioned them earlier, do you want to guess the three? No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, that's about the extent of your IQ. Uh Honorable mentions Game of Thrones. Uh which you which you said. I mean yeah. Dave. It's so good. Have you seen it? I have not, actually. You have the little dicky uh biopic or whatever you I can't
1: watch it. I don't have Hulu.
0: Okay, I'll give you mine and you can you can I don't watch on anything on Hulu. I can't watch it on yours. Why?
1: They have like this location-based thing, and I can't watch the login from Texas. That's why. Uh, I just
0: pirate it. I can't
1: use Hulu. Yeah, I don't do that.
0: (sighs) Fine. uh, I I will
1: watch it eventually. Eventually. You know what? It might be on YouTube
0: TV. But um, it's really, really good. He busts a freestyle uh, at the beginning. The first episode and the last episode chills every single time he does it. The whole story, the whole thing, it's so great he actually does one episode where he does a bit from the mask oh really really and I was I was afraid during that episode that they were going to show him like at the end like show him sitting on the couch watching the movie and then I would have been like oh fast forward (laughs) I'm out thank you I would like to sleep tonight (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah uh, that's my irrational fear uh the third tv show that is my honorable mention new girl i don't Solid think show. it'll never break into my top 5 but uh it's it's the number one comedy here or sorry the second one behind impractical jokers it's i mean gets its respect it makes me laugh if it makes me laugh out loud it's i like the show i like it
1: okay so for the audience there are two very big sitcoms that you did not mentioned So I want to know where you put them in your list. Okay. One of them is The Office. Office. I know that you're a fan of The Office.
0: I like it. I've just seen it too many times. Um, other than it jumping the shark after Michael left, he makes the show. He is so funny. That show also has made me laugh out loud. It's in my top 10,
1: 100%. Okay, fair. The other one is personally my number one. Wow which is Friends.
0: You're a spare.
1: <laughs> I knew I was going to get right. a negative reaction on that one. It's just such a good show. It it really – it was binge-worthy TV before binging was a thing. It is. You know, like there was no Netflix and still they made something where you can sit there and watch it forever. Yeah. It's a great show.
0: You know what? You kind of got me. I I do like to. I laugh a little bit at it. I honestly laugh at Ross moments the most. Yeah, <laughs> even he, he yeah. chuckle. A lot of people hate Ross, but get get over. A lot the voice, of people hate people. Friends. Get over the damn voice. Ross is funny. Who's your favorite on there?
1: Um, I I like Chandler. Yeah. I think Chandler's very funny. I like his... I recently watched the reunion, and I thought he was the funniest person in there. Really? He just has great environmental uh, humor. Isn't he gay? I don't think so.
0: Isn't he on, like, cocaine?
1: Yes. Maybe not cocaine, but I know that he had troubles with different things, and it was tough for him at the end of Friends, and he kind of fell off after Friends, so... But he's good now. Uh,
0: yeah. From, judging from his voice on the reunion, I could tell something was up with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, He's been
1: open about good. it, but.
0: That's my list. I'm done. It's a good uh, list. I have nothing. Do you have a top five that you want to give off? I mean, we're kind of running low on time here, but if you want to throw something up.
1: Yeah, I don't have a top five. One thing that we didn't mention was any of the like superhero category for movies. I do enjoy some of those like uh i watched the arrow that was a big one for a while um i think that you can get to know the characters a lot better when you watch them over tv um so like daredevil and when they did that on netflix that was cool and right now on hbo max i'm kind of watching episodes of teen titans which is pretty cool it's a realistic version I, i like it you know that i like uh you know batman and that Kind of thing. So it is live action. Oh, okay. There's one on HBO Max. It's okay. I wouldn't give it my stamp of approval yet. Um, But I thought that the Gotham movie, or not movie, the Gotham TV series was actually really good. I thought that was over the
0: top. I couldn't carry on with it.
1: It kind of was. It kind of was. But they kind of did too much too soon. But then they let the characters develop after that. And it got a little bit better.
0: Are there characters in Gotham? I've always been curious about that one. That one's always been kind of on the back burner for me. Um, Are there characters that you've never heard of that are in the show? Like there's Joker, there's Penguin, there's Riddler. There's all these guys. Are there different ones?
1: Oh, yeah. I learn new characters all the time in Teen Titans and Gotham. I've learned new characters like Firefly. They are in the original comics, but they're fairly not used – you know like maybe they'll show up in one issue or something like that or a few of them you know nothing mainstream nothing like the Joker the Joker is the greatest villain of all time
0: hell yeah yeah. alright well we've run out of things we don't we don't have anything else to say I never know how to end these things so we're gonna end it like this